<clears throat> God's downloading a whole lot of stuff to me <clears throat> today. Um, I, I feel this is a significant day. I really do. I, I think every time that we've come, that I've come, um, there has been significant things happening. But today just feels like this is on God's calendar. Um, how many of us know that God doesn't, is not bound or limited or doesn't operate by the natural calendar, but he has a time and a season for every matter under heaven. And uh, I think you're coming into a time and a season. Um, I think you're already in it. I don't think it's coming. I think you're already in it. <clears throat> but I, I do believe that God just wants to highlight some things um, to you that will both encourage you, <clears throat> challenge you, and uh, call you into and catapult you into the next season of what God has for you. Can we just pray together? And uh, Father, we just thank you so much. God, your presence is so strong here today. And Lord, we've been singing about your presence. We've been singing about an open heaven. We've been singing, oh God, about your goodness. And Father, I thank you for, the, for an atmosphere of life and joy and celebration. I thank you, Lord, that Lord, where your presence is, there is fullness of joy. I thank you, Lord, that this is a house where we can be ourselves and we can bring our stuff, our lives, our genuineness, our authenticity, and we can let you piece us back together again like we heard in that testimony. I thank you, Lord, that you've called people here who've heard the sound who've heard the, the, the call of the Spirit to come and be planted in this house, to come and join the battle in this house. And Father, I just pray this morning in Jesus' name for a quickening of your Spirit in this Word in our hearts. God, that you would begin to speak, that you begin to move amongst us. God, that even as we speak, even as I minister to your people right now, I thank you for signs and wonders breaking out in this room. I thank you for sick bodies being healed. I thank you, O oh God, for an encounter with your spirit. I thank you, O oh God, that you've sent an angel to this house. You've dispatched an angel to this house. And there's an angel on this property. I saw I've been seeing it the whole time that I've been here. And the Lord wants you to begin to perceive in the spirit what he is saying and what he's doing in this hour. And Father, I thank you that, Lord, this church is in a Judges 6 moment where, Lord, you are calling the Gideon in the house to rise up as a mighty man of valor and bring deliverance to a city, bring deliverance to a region. And Father, I just thank you, O oh God, for this. And I pray, Lord God, as we, Lord, begin to speak and as we begin to minister, God, that things would shift in the heavenlies not just over this house, but over this city. It's already happening. You're already stirring. You're already speaking. But Father, I pray, illuminate our awareness. Illuminate our understanding. Give us perception to see the new thing that you are doing in our hearts, in our lives, and in this house. <clears throat> right now, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 
Um, just bear with me. I feel like there's so much to share. There's so much to say. Um, I, I feel um, today that whilst I'm here to speak into the house, I feel that this is a significant moment for uh, your pastors, but for Andrew. And, um, and I feel like it's time, Andrew, for you to begin to be commissioned into a new expression of leadership in this house and in this city. And uh, I feel the weight of that. And um, God showed me a picture in worship of a shaft of light over this house. And he showed me that around this shaft of light in the sky, there were clouds that of, of grey, uh, and we're in winter, so we're used to them. Um, but interestingly today, although it's cold, there's sunlight everywhere. And he showed me that this shaft of light, this open heaven over this house, is increasing. And he showed me that your intercession and your worship is piercing the darkness over this city. It's piercing the darkness over this region. There is a deepening of the water levels of the Spirit and of the presence of God in this house. You know, the, the picture of the, the water levels in the temple getting deeper and deeper and deeper, move from the ankles to the knees to the waist to the chest to the neck, and then finally, the, the Lord says the water levels are deepening in this house. And I think I may have brought this before. I feel like I've said this before. But I feel like it's at another level of depth. You are a people of the presence of God. You have moved. And you need someone from outside every now and then to come in and, 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 and highlight this to you. Because when you're in it, you don't always recognize it. When you're in the bubble, when you're in the family, you don't always recognize the changes. Every parent in this room knows what it's like to you know, sort of have a child be, uh, grow in their house and, and, and you can sort of see the changes, but when you live with it every day, you don't notice it as much. But maybe when you go away on a holiday or a trip or you're away from your kids and you come back, all of a sudden you see, because you haven't been familiar for those few weeks, you see the growth that's in your kids. I want to tell you, since the last time I was here, something is happening in this church. Something is happening in this house. Do not interpret the time and the season based upon the numbers. Do not interpret the purposes of God based upon how many are with you or not with you. Yeah, I know you've grown somewhat that way, but, it, but it, it, it's always before the natural, there's the supernatural. Before there are things that happen in our natural reality at first happens in the spirit and if God gave you all that he intends for you or what is in his heart it would just go back out the door again because there was scaffolding and there was external building materials that you were building according to a, a natural pattern that wasn't in God's heart for you but I feel like you've started to build by revelation You've started to build by spirit, not reason. Not that's what that church does, that's what that conference does. 
that's what, well, you need this because that's what they have. But you're starting to build according to the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. And the Lord brought to me Habakkuk 2, 3, and 4. The vision uh, waits for the appointed time. It hastens to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. <clears throat> now, I know some of you are like, well, we've been waiting a long time. But you don't understand. Things just don't move in the natural just because you will it to or you want it to. Things happen in the natural when things shift in the supernatural. And <clears throat> there are things that are happening in this house. There are things that are happening in your leaders' lives. There are things that are happening amongst the uh, leadership team that have got to happen in order for the things in the natural that God wants to see become reality. God began to show me when I first stepped, literally in the first minute of worship, he showed me this adventure park and he showed me this merry-go-round and it was all lit up and all these beautiful creative, artistic sort of designs on all the horses on this merry-go-round and the music's playing. It's attractive. It, it sort of illuminates the theme park. And people hear the sound, they watch that merry-go-round in place and, and they're like, let's go jump on the merry-go-round. And I didn't understand what it meant until I just stood here right now. The Lord is showing me that you've been in a season where it's like you've been on a merry-go-round. And it's been fun. It's been awesome. The music's great. There, there's life, there's color, and, and I see all your faces on the merry-go-round. And, and it's amazing and it's awesome. But the conductor of the theme park says, there are other rides that I have for you. There are other adventures that I've called you to. As wonderful and amazing as this merry-go-round is, it's only one ride in the theme park. It's only one adventure. It's only one aspect of my kingdom of what I want you to explore. Some of us, when we come into the, the, the kingdom of heaven, the mansion of God, we sort of get stuck in one room when God says, there's a whole mansion of relationship I want you to explore. There's the, not just the lounge room, there's the dining room, there, there's the bedroom where you can rest, there's the bathroom where you can be refreshed, there, there, there's the, the, the backyard and, and, and the, the patio where you can go and socialize and interact and, 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 and re recreate. There's all sorts of rides in God's adventure park for you. And I feel like he's coming to you saying, where it's been great, awesome, nice, it's been luminous, it, there's been light, there's been all sorts of things, God says, now you're going to go somewhere. Now you're going to head in a direction. Now you're going to pick up momentum. Now you're going to go and explore other rides on the theme park. It's no longer just about the merry-go-round and just going around and going around and working out where, where are we going. And that, that season was important. That season is good. But I hear the voice of the Spirit saying, I'm now calling you to be a people of faith, 
to go and win some battles, to go and start to shift, not just this, this geographical space, this spiritual space, but to bring life and hope to the entire city. And I believe today that God is commissioning and God is putting a new mantle upon your leaders. And you're included within that because if you're planted in the house, what God intends for the leaders and shepherds that he has appointed in this house, he intends for you. You don't miss out. Because the spiritual authority that you're under is the spiritual authority that you imbibe of, that you carry. God began to show me, Andrew, um, you as a blacksmith. It was a really cool picture. You had your outfit and you got your hammer. And, and, and I understand what a blacksmith is, but I said, God, give me more revelation. He said, look at Google. Um, so when you lack prophetic revelation in the spirit, you consult the next best thing, Google. And so, <coughs> true story. And um, this is what I read. It's prophetic. A blacksmith is a metalsmith who creates objects from wrought iron or steel by forging the metal using tools to hammer, bend, and cut. You've been a blacksmith in this house, bending, cutting, hammering away, and sometimes it's felt like steel. Sometimes it's felt like it's immovable. Sometimes it's felt like... You know, it's hard work. And a blacksmith requires effort. It requires sweat. It requires hard work. It goes on to say that blacksmiths produce objects such as gates, grills, railings, light fixtures, furniture, sculpture, tools, weapons, all sorts of things. And, and God began to show me that you're there and you're working away and you're being faithful as the blacksmith in this house, bending, shaping, cutting preparing people for works of service, preparing the objects, the, 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 the creation of God, the people of God for, for the battles, for the, the, the work that God has called them to. But God showed me a, a group of like holy crusaders. If you can imagine with me, these holy crusaders on horses, these warriors, these knights in shining armor, and they had the whole outfit on and they came to the blacksmith and said, the kingdom has need of you. No longer will you just be a blacksmith for this little shop front, but God says, I'm recommissioning you, I'm mantling you to become a warrior and a knight for an entire people. And it's almost like you go, well, who am I? And then God said to me, Judges 6. You see, the reason the angel's been dispatched to the house is because the angel's been watching you. Just as the angels watched uh, Gideon. And the Bible says that Gideon was there beating out wheat in the wine press. And he had all these questions. God, why haven't we seen what I've heard about? Why hasn't the vision come to pass yet? I've seen it. I've heard about it. But we, we, we're not seeing it in the natural. And the Lord is coming to you, Andrew, and he's saying, I am with you, mighty man of valor. I am with you, mighty man of courage. 
and, and, and you're tempted to go back into the natural, tempted to go back into that place of reason and go, God, why haven't we seen it yet? And at times there's been this wrestle in your own spirit, but I see that there's new courage. You're a man of courage. You're a man of boldness. And there's this new courage. There's this new anointing. And God says, I have called you, Andrew, to be a deliverer. I've called you to be a warrior. I've called you to take your 300 and deliver the city. And I don't know if we've got anointing oil here today, but I need some anointing oil. Because I know that God is commissioning your leaders into a new expression, a new mantle, into a new holy crusade. And you, and you as a collective body of people need to understand that you are a part of something bigger than just this building, bigger than just gathering together as a church family, as amazing and as awesome as that is. But God is enlarging your vision today. And he's saying, I planted this house. I raised this church up for the entire city, not just for Mount Clear, not just for this region. And I, I feel it so strongly in my spirit that God is wanting to awaken hearts. He's wanting to awaken vision. He's wanting to awaken this sense of family. So much has been accomplished in the spirit, but the Lord says now it's time to pick up momentum. Now it's time to move into a place of faith. The Lord showed me that he's bringing mature gifts into the house that will join you in the battle. This, this couple right here, this family right here. God's, you're an assignment from heaven to this house. I'm telling you right now. The call of God, the anointing of the Spirit is upon your lives to build this house. To partner, to stand together. There are others, and I, I, I could just go through. But, but it's like God's gathering mature, anointed gifts and families into the house for such a time as this. I tell you, it's coming on him now. It's coming on him now. <laughs> I love this guy's heart. I preach in some of the biggest churches in this country and around the world, but I come here because of this guy's heart and this lady's heart. You are so prophetic. Not pathetic, prophetic. <laughs> you are such a woman of God. And people have misunderstood you, people have rejected you, people have put you down, you've kept a sweet spirit. And you are ascending. I looked at you today on this stage and I went, my gosh, this, the prophetic anointing on your life is ascending. And you're stepping into a new realm. You're stepping into a new sphere. And the Lord showed me that the prophetic and what's been pastoral, the Lord says, I'm commissioning you apostolic. You've been a pastor and you've been a teacher. The Lord says the prophetic and apostolic for this city will run together. The prophetic and apostolic will run together. And Father, I just thank you. Can we all just stand together? Can, Andrew and Mel, can some of the, the team, the elders or whoever, uh, whatever you call yourselves, 
um, those of you who are part of the leadership, you just come and, and stand with your leaders. Just put your hands around, upon their shoulder and just support them and honor them. Can we just begin to speak in tongues and just extend our hands towards this couple right now? Vincent. I anoint you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Lord says, I'm commissioning you of this day into a new mantle, into a new holy crusade. A new authority, a new impartation of the Spirit is coming upon your life, is coming upon your lives, your marriage, your family, your ministry, your leadership. The, the expectation you've been sensing in your spirit is a shift in the heavenlies over your lives, over your ministry. And the Lord says, I have not called you here just to pastor and be a blacksmith to a little shop front. I have called you here to be an apostolic voice to the region, to the city, to build, to tear down, to uproot and to plant. And the Lord says that there in the coming years will come plants from this house. There will come church plants from this house to other regions and other towns and other spheres. Because God says, I am about to build not according to the name on the door, not according to the denomination or the brand, but according to the sovereign and moving of my spirit the Lord says because you are willing to not worry about the name or the brand or the logo but because you are called to by the hand of God the the voice of God the call of God God says I am rewarding you for your faithfulness and your obedience even in seasons of wilderness even in seasons of the desert even in places where you thought hey, I'm not seeing any fruit what's happening what's going the Lord says now it's it shall be released to you. Now it shall come to you. The Lord says, I'm giving you new authority. I'm giving you a new voice. I'm giving you new stature in the city. The Lord says, I am with you, mighty man of valor. I have called you for such a time as this. And the Lord says, you're going to see new favor in relationships. You're going to see new favor in conversations. That pastors are going to come and join with you and partner with you. They'll come and sit with you and listen to the words that are coming out of your mouth, where there are those who've been sceptical, those who have pushed you off and rejected you, the Lord says they're going to open their doors to you, they're going to open their arms to you, there's going to be new unity in the city, there's going to be new apostolic grace across the city, the Lord says this is a new day, behold I'm doing a new thing, now it springs forth, do not perceive it, I'm making streams in the wasteland. And rivers in the desert, the Lord says, I'm bringing men and women of stature to you. Men and women of stature to this house. Men and women of stature. God, I pray today, fill their cups up. 
Fill their spirits up. Oh God, let the vision become more vivid and clear and defined. The Lord says you're a source of prophetic vision. You're a source of prophetic vision. You can see things and you feed things to your people and you bring joy and creativity and fun and life into the house. You're going to epitomize the fullness and abundance of life that Jesus has come to give. And God, we just thank you today for the gifts that you've sent to this house. The gifts that you've sent, O oh God, Lord, we welcome them, we honour them, we understand, Lord, that in the flesh and in the, the natural, they are human, they are jars of clay, but Father, we thank you for the treasure that's in these jars of clay. O oh God, let them always remain dependent upon you. Let them always, O oh God, Lord, Lord, focus upon what's most important on your heart for this house. Let them build the family, a covenant family of faith. Mums and dads, sons and daughters, grandparents, uncles and aunties, nephews and nieces and cousins, siblings, brothers and sisters, let this be a covenant house of your power and your glory and of the supernatural. The Lord says, I am commissioning you, son and daughter, on this day for a new move of my spirit. You can walk with confidence. You can preach with confidence. I've dispatched an angel to you. I've dispatched an angel to this house. It's guarding this property. It's in this room right now. And it's at attention. It's looking with eyes of love. It's watching over you. You will not lack any good things, says the Lord. You will have what you need to do what I've called you to do. You will move into wisdom, apostolic wisdom and grace to be able to expand the family. To be able to pastor and lead people that you couldn't years ago. But the Lord says, now you will. You couldn't. They didn't come to you then because you couldn't. But the Lord says, now you can. You have the grace, the maturity, the wisdom to be able to lead them. And now they come. So, Father, bring them from the east and the west, the north and the south. Let this house be a city on a hill, a light in the midst of darkness. Let the darkness be pushed back in the name of Jesus across this region and across this city. The earth is the Lord's. This city is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The people and those who dwell therein. This city does not belong to the occult. This city does not belong to local government. This city does not belong to the athletes who have gone before. This city belongs to the name of Jesus. The glory of the latter house shall be greater than the glory of the former house. And I prophesy glory upon this house. I prophesy greater glory, a greater manifestation of His power, His presence and His glory over this city. That one of the things that you'll be known for is a house of healing. 
healing. You're going to heal the broken heart. You're going to heal the broken mind. And you're going to heal the broken body. The Lord says healing will manifest three ways. Mind, body, and spirit. In Jesus' name, you'll come and restore broken lives, broken families, broken minds, broken ministries. The Lord says, I'm sending to you broken and burnt out pastors. And the Lord says, you're going to recalibrate them. You're going to prophesy over them. You're going to partner with them. And God says that they're going to come because you're going to share your journey, your experience, and you're going to shepherd them back into faith, shepherd them back into wholeness, shepherd them back into healing. The Lord says, now it springs forth. Now it springs forth. I release that over you right now. Just receive right now. Just receive. Come on, church. Just receive. Let it wash over you. Let it go deep into your spirit right now. From the crown of your head down to your feet right now. Now doors will open to you, says the Lord. You will preach and prophesy in other churches, in other environments. Doors will open to you, says the Lord that I've called you and I've anointed you to preach and prophesy my word and doors will open to you. Father, I thank you. Release it now to her. Release it now. What starts as a trickle will come as a flood. And God's going to show you how to navigate inside the house with outside the house. I see you taking people with you, women with you that you'll raise up, that you will disciple into their calling, into their destiny. And those who God has called to speak, even in this house, God says you'll raise them up and train them up to carry that same mantle. Father, I thank you. We ask for a release of it now. And Father, I thank you for new worship ministries, new worship ministries coming to this house. And Father, we call them forth. I tell you, there's a deepening of the worship ministry in this house. You're a people of the presence. And you've said, Lord, if your presence doesn't go with us, don't let us move from here. That's what you've said, and the Lord's taken you seriously. But now he's saying, I'm going with you. Follow me, I'm going somewhere. Off the merry-go-round and on to the new adventure. And Father, we just ask for a seal of your spirit upon this moment, upon this house, upon your leaders, upon this property. The unredemptive purposes of God for this property, Lord, we declare redeemed today in Jesus' name. A quickening of the time, an acceleration of the purposes of God. You'll be amazed, says the Lord, where you are in 12, 18 months, two years' time. You'll be amazed. And I see a great sense, even though you've seen it, you've expected it, you'll still be amazed. And there, there, is, a, there is a great degree of gratitude in this house of what God has already done in the spirit and in your hearts and lives. Father, we ask right now, Put a seal of your spirit upon it. We say yes and amen to it. In Jesus' name. And everybody said, come on, let's give Jesus a hand of praise as we go back to our seat. <coughs>